0: Hello and welcome to Responsible Government Contracting, where we dispel misconceptions, bring understanding to the acquisitions process, and educate small businesses to engage responsibly in public sector business. Today we will replay a talk by Mr. Annie Bennett at the Veterans Entrepreneurship Training Symposium. The VETS Symposium is an annual event hosted by the INLAB at Hillsborough Community College. know how much those contracts are, so you, a lot of people are wondering about that. So without further ado, Andy Bennett. All right. <laughs> yeah, so. All, right. All right, so today we're going to talk about knowing them and knowing you. So my last deployment, I was in the Air Force, by the way. Uh, um, my last deployment was with JCSC and went overseas. Uh, I was troop commander for 20 troops. And proud the proudest day of my life who was when we got back because I brought 20 back with me. So, I want to start out today by recognizing all the veterans in the room. Appreciate what you guys did. Been there, done that. Got the t shirt, got the scars. Appreciate everybody, and happy veterans day coming So, We've had some motivational speakers, we've had CPAs, we've had legal, and I I would recommend you take that kind of advice as some of those skill sets in the community and the team that helps you get to where you want to be, whatever your goals are, whatever your objectives are. Like I said, we're gonna talk about know them and know you. Let's talk about know them first. In government contracting, there are Customers, there are contracting officers, there are end users, there are a whole bunch of personalities out there. Knowing them means understanding what the Army person is speaking about versus what the Air Force person is speaking, and the language that the Department of Education is using versus what the Department of Transportation is using. They're all saying the same thing, they're all using different terminology, different words, different sem- semantics to ask for the same thing, whether they have two socks or people socks. Is it your AFSC to an Air Force guy, or your MOS to an Army guy? They're both asking the same question. As a business owner, it's your job to be able to translate and know what it is, know them. Know what it is that they're meaning behind the words that they're using. We do a workshop three times a month, I encourage you to join it because this is a very deep, very complicated subject. I can't possibly cover it in 10 minutes. Understanding things like Mexico's North American industry classification system, stuff like that, like Alfred spoke about earlier today. That's the tactics to implement the strategy. So the tactics of those things in this big, massive bureaucracy of the federal government is understanding how those words are translated into actual contracts, into actual buying things. So know them. The other part of knowing them is that end user. Who is that boots on the ground, as we like to say? Who is that teacher who is holding the whiteboard marker, the dry erase marker that's actually caring if it's ergonomical or if it's black or if it's blue or if it's red? That's your end user, that's your actual tangible customer. The other person in that buying process, because it's the government's separation of, of authorizations, the contracting officer doesn't care if it's a blue marker or a black marker. They care if you've done it before, if it's risky, if they're taking a chance with your business, if you're a small business, or if you're a large business. The federal government actually doesn't have a designation called large business. It's, they love small business so much that there are only two categories of business. There's small business, and there's other than small business. (laughs) 148 billion dollars last fiscal year was spent on total small businesses. Tens of billions of dollars to each of those categories that fall under total small business. Veterans, service-disabled veteran-owned companies, veteran-owned small businesses. You all have categories that the government contracting officers by law must do business with you every single year. Know them. Knowing them means understanding not just if they want a black marker or a blue marker or if they want a battleship or an aircraft carrier or if they want their janitorial services provided once a week or once a month or whatever the services or the product is that you're providing. Know now. Know then that the contracting officer has requirements that they have to talk. They have to talk to. It's so critical that they have to talk to small businesses that there are actual offices in the small in in the government that are called Office of Disadvantaged Business, Small and Disadvantaged Utilization. I was talking to somebody earlier today. You know the chain of command, which we all know, in the chain of command, the boss and then the subordinate commanders. That little dashed line is usually a lawyer or an attorney, something like that, the administrative control. In the government contracting office, that dashed line is a small business advocate. That small business advocate, there's some here, (laughs) SBDC, Small Disadvantaged Business Center, PTACs, Procurement Technical Assistance Centers. They're free, they're free. That's a resource that you can go into as a small business owner and ask for help. We pay for them as taxpayers. Know them. Know the resources that you have available to you, and know that you can go in and ask for help. Know them. I can't stress that enough. Those contracting officers love, love, love small businesses, and they have to do business with you. But also understand the time of year that you're talking to them. If you're calling a contracting officer at the end of the federal fiscal year, If you're calling a contracting officer for the first time on September 29th, they don't have time to have coffee with you. They're worried, they've probably closed their office in August or July. Get to know your contracting officers. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you do. They are human beings. Know them. Understand that you have to foster that relationship and develop that with them throughout the year. Make sure that they know that you're a small business. Make sure that they know the product or service that you provide. I'm going to pivot. Know you. not going to get religious, but bear with me for a second. I was brought up, and my parents taught me how to pray. You put your hands together, and you pray for different things for each different finger. Usually the pinky is the one that reminds you to pray for yourself, to remember in whatever your faith or religion is, if, if any. You usually forget to talk about yourself, So you you have to remember to do that every so often, self-care. Knowing yourself when you're talking in this government contracting world is so absolutely critical. Do you sell a product? Do you have a service? What is it that you do? Are you a veteran? Are you a minority? Are you a woman? Whatever it is that you have, that is something that you have. If you remember, if you're in this auditorium, likely that you're some sort of veteran. You have value that you might not even know. I can't tell you how many medical, how many times do we have to get poked and prodded? How many different appointments do we have to go to on backdraft getting ready for a deployment? How many AARs did we have to go to after a, after a redeployment? Understanding time management, understanding how to go to appointments, understanding how to do follow-up understanding a chain of command, understanding the lexicon and the terminology that these guys use. Those are all values that are baseline for you that non-military, non-veterans don't get. And that's a barrier to entry to marketplace for them that you have already gone through that basic training. You already understand that. Know you. I was talking with a gentleman earlier today.
1: Andy, I hear this stuff about government contracting, it's great, how do I get into it?
0: Well. You've gotta wake up in the morning and, um, like the gentleman said earlier, you need to be willing to take on that chef's responsibility as they're cooking, as your chef doesn't show up, you need to be able to step into that role and be that restauranteur. If that doesn't excite you, then that's not the line of business that you need to be in. The thing that I talk to my clients about is, small businesses, the contracting officers are not. Don't take this as an insult. You may have the greatest things in sliced bread, but they're not buying your stuff. They're buying you. As a small business owner, they're buying you. They can buy computers from Dell. Nothing against Dell, great company. But they don't know Mr. and Mrs. Dell. They're buying from a small business. They're buying from you. Develop that relationship. Know what the value is that you have in that relationship and know, just to wrap it up, You're dealing with different people in the government, but they all speak, they use different words, but they're all speaking the same language. It's not just one government. Lot hundreds and hundreds of offices, hundreds and hundreds of customers. Understand the value that you bring to the table, whether that's the intangibles that you have or the qualifications that you might satisfy as a small business owner, and then speak their language. Speak their semantics. Speak their words. Do your homework. Understand what you bring to the table. Bring what you have as your product or service. Bring that first, and then say, "Oh, by the way, I'm a certified veteran-owned small business." Their jaws will drop, and then they will sign contracts. Thank you. Thank you and find us on the web at nc-rgc.com and join one of our upcoming seminars or workshops.